there. Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys. This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox. And I'm telling you, man, it feels so good to be back in the lab producing. Taking time to really drop some jewels to the world and let you guys know what's going on. Look, today, we're going to dig into something real deep, real inspirational, but really real when it comes down to you being successful. So, with no further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, first off, I want to say that I am absolutely thrilled, overjoyed to be back with you guys again on the soapbox. It has been so long since the last episode, and I know I kept promising to come back. People kept coming up to me and saying, hey, when you're doing the next episode, what's the next episode? What are you going to do? What are you going to talk about? And I was like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And everything in the world happened, and I was just not able able to produce it. I didn't have the time. Uh, most times I didn't have the energy, but now everything is really opening up and I'm really finding more time to do all the things that I really want to do. And the soapbox is definitely number one. It is going to go forward. I'm talking all kinds of ways, round tables, episodes with interviews, outside interviews. I really intend on pushing this further to connect with you guys like we have for the last two to three years. But nevertheless, here we are. We're here now. I'm going to jump into this thing and we're going to keep pushing forward. So today I want to talk to you guys about something that is very vital to your own individual success and stress level. Lately, I have really changed gears with the way that my mentality is structured and I'm really focusing on being clear-minded and successful, progressing, growth. I'm I'm telling you guys that anything that is putting itself in my way from progressing, from excelling, from being better, I'm moving it out the way. I'm pushing it on. I'm not giving my energy to people who are not trying to give positive energy back. So with that being said, there is a major, major point that everyone has to connect to when it comes down to your stress level, the success level that you have your ability to grow. And a large part of that is your community. Now, when I talk about community, I'm talking about the group of people that you decide to share your time with, the people that you decide to bring into your fold. See, you control everything you do. You also control everything you don't do. And you control how you react to everything in your life, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. You are in control of all of that. But the problem that we seem to run into most time is the elements that we decide to push into our lives. The people we decide to surround ourselves with on a day-to-day basis, interacting with and doing things that we know without a shadow of a doubt, they are not going to be supportive of in the way that they should be. See, it 
doesn't really matter whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. If you're the type of person that likes to be alone, if you like to be with a lot of people, no man is an island. Everybody needs somebody sometimes, no matter what. So even if you feel like you can do it all by yourself, it is impossible. You're going to have to lean on somebody. You're going to have to depend on somebody. We are not perfect beings, nor do we have the capacity to be able to know everything. Even though some of us think we do, we do not have the capacity to know it all, to be able to do it all, to see it all. We're not that type of individual. So you're going to have to lean on somebody at some point in time. The biggest problem that we seem to have as human beings is we're always leaning on the wrong people. We're always allowing someone to seep into our circle that takes the air out of the room and doesn't give you the ability to grow and nurture and and really reach the heights that you want to. See, there's a hard truth that you're going to have to accept. And a lot of people don't want to. But I'm going to tell you right now, the vast majority of the people in your life don't really care whether you succeed or not. See, that's something that nobody wants to accept. Most people, to a certain degree, are narcissistic. Now, I'm not saying that everybody you deal with is a narcissist, and we're going to talk about that later on. But all of us, to a certain level, think about ourselves. A lot of times, we think that the images, the issues, the problems, the things we go through, because they are centered inside of our own individual lives, that other people view them as important as we do. The truth is, they don't, because they are actually in the same position as us. They're looking at their lives, their issues, the things that they are going through, and they're thinking the same thing that we're thinking. How do we get through this? How do we climb this mountain? How do we make this end meet? How do we pay this bill? How do we get past this problem? So a lot of times what we believe is, is that the people that are all around us, the people that we see each and every day are just as invested in our struggle as we are. The problem is, is that they're not because they have their own struggle. They have their own issues. They have their own problem and they have to face things just like we do. But see, a lot of times we confuse that level with those individuals that are not for us. This is why it is vitally important that you invest time and energy into people that actually mean well for you. They want you to succeed. They want to invest in your well-being. Oprah said, if a person doesn't contribute to your overall success, you should let them go. Now, that might be a hard pill to swallow, but the truth of the matter is you should. You don't have time to spend wasting with individuals who are not trying to help you climb to the next level. Now, I know this concept is rough, and I know that some of you are going to have a hard time dealing with this information. Some of you might just flat out dismiss it, but understand that one of the biggest assets you can ever have in your struggle and your climb to the next level, to being a better you, to living a better life, is your community, the people that you surround yourself with. That matters. It actually matters more than what most people are willing to accept. Now, I know there are some of you out there that are thinking to yourself right now, well, what about my family? Because some people refuse to view their family in any other light than the most holiest and sacred thing that God has placed on this earth. And the truth of the matter is, sometimes the family are the ones that are the worst in dealing with your success. 
Some of the closest people to you are the most envious of your success. Some of the people that you see every single day would rather you fail than succeed. Some of the people that you work with on a regular basis, that you shake hands with, smile in their face, are really secretly hoping that you fall short in whatever project that you have going on. And sad to say, some of the people that you share your very own bed with, that you eat breakfast with, lunch with, dinner with, are the exact people that wish that you were doing worse than what you are. That's a hard situation to deal with. I understand. I know brothers that envy each other. I know sisters that can't stand each other simply because one is doing great and the other one's not. Those are the individuals that you have to make sure that you are watching out for. You cannot afford to share your time, energy, and efforts with individuals that are only going to bring you down. So who are these individuals. Well, so for the rest of the episode, we're going to explore eight individuals that can be extremely destructive to your success, to your well-being, to any effort that you are making to grow, climb, and excel. Now, please understand, this is not an end-all, be-all, completed list. I'm sure there are some of you out there who could think of some fill-in-the-gaps, some names, some personalities that I did not add to this, but nevertheless, this list is a group of people that you need to start shaving off from your life. So the first personality that is not conducive for your growth is the yes man. Now, I have a best friend. He's an excellent guy. I admire him. I admire his success. I admire everything that he has accomplished in his life. And I would imagine that to a certain degree, he does the same towards me. We work very well together. But make no mistake about it, we do not agree all the time. So we start conversations where my perspective is challenged by his perspective. And then his perspective is challenged by my perspective. And we build and grow together. And before you know it, by the end of the conversation, both of us are better men than what we were when we entered the conversation. If for no other reason than understanding the angle and the thought process of a different person. You know, it's been said that the true measure of intelligence is your ability to entertain a totally different idea than what you believe and it not change you. You cannot expect to grow in a conversation with another individual if you don't have the capacity to understand that you might be wrong, that you can't sit and listen to another person's ideas, another person's vantage point, and then assess your own based off of that. If you can't exchange, then you're not having a conversation. And see, that's where the problem with the yes man comes into play because you should not have people in your circle who are just willing to go right along with whatever it is that you say or do. Those individuals simply want to be a tag along or they don't want to upset you. So what they're doing is they're just riding with whatever you say, whatever you do. If you want to jump off the mountain, sure, that's a great idea. If you want to run in front of a train, sure, great idea. If you want to spend all of your money at this gambling location or at the strip club, hey, great idea, man. Let's do it. That is not the type of friend that you want. Also, you don't want a friend that hinges on everything that you say as if it is the gospel, as if it is God's great gift to the world. Because every time you speak, everything you say, every idea you have is not always right. And if you have a friend that has nothing to offer you but agreeance, then that's not a true friend. They're only trying to support you and they're never trying to help you grow. 
grow. Now understand, I'm not saying that you and your friends should argue all the time. I'm not saying that you should have friends that you can't agree with ever. Because by all means, me and my best friend agree on a lot of things. We also know how to come to an understanding that we both can agree with. That's the type of friendship you want. But you don't want a yes man in your corner. Some guy or girl that's just bojangling just to be on your side. Usually that type of individual simply wants to be with you for what you have to offer. And that is not the type of friend that you want. The second personality that we need to shave off is the careless man. Now, it's okay to have a light heart. It's okay to be somewhat free-spirited. By all means, we all need a little brightness in our lives. But there are some people out there who are so carefree that they honestly don't believe that they should care about anything that's going on. They make decisions based off of sheer pleasure, and all they want to do is be the happiest that they can be at all times. They don't really care about the decisions that they make. They don't care whether they hurt you. They don't care whether they hurt other people, and they surely don't care whether they hurt themselves. These are individuals that you need to stay clear away from because this individual cannot be trusted to make the right decisions. That is a major aspect to me when it comes down to having a friend. Do I have a friend that I can trust to make sound decisions when it matters? Do I have a friend that I know is going to look out for the best interest of me and themselves whenever we're out and about or whenever we're doing anything? How can I have a business partner who cares less about how much money we spend on a regular basis? See, you can't deal with a careless person because a careless person is exactly what the word says. They care less. You have to make sure that you're caring for them. So you can't be somebody who's got to look out for you and look out for them. You're trying to gauge your decisions while at the same time gauge their decisions. It'll drive you crazy. Remember at the beginning of this whole episode, I mentioned the fact that this is all about reducing your stress. You're going to be stressed out if you are constantly thinking about your decisions and the decisions that your carefree friend is making because they don't want to think about anything that they're doing. Did you know that there are some people out there who are so lazy that it is too much work for them to think through a decision? There are some people out there that care so little about the well-being of the people around them that every single decision they make looks like they're trying to destroy everything. You don't need those people in your life. You can't populate your community with careless individuals. Third is the leech. Now, this individual can be careless and a yes man because their whole purpose is to drain your resources. That's what they're doing. If there are individuals that are in your community and all they do is suck up everything that you input, you can't grow like that. You can't excel. Think of it like this. How in the world could your business prosper? If you have a business partner who every single time you make $1, they spend two. If every time you try to save money so that you can push the business forward. They're constantly making decisions that cause resources to be tapped out. There are some of you listening to this episode right now that have decided to tie yourself to a man or a woman that is a leech. They don't work. They don't supply you with anything of substance. They don't support your financial situation, your mental state, your physical well-being. And yet, day in and day out, 
you continue to drag this person along as they cling to your body and suck out all of the life that you have. These individuals have to be let go. You need to do what we do to leech. Take a match and burn them off. Individuals like this will drain you dry. And then after they have sucked all of the resources out of you, will have the audacity to leave you and go leech off of somebody else. Talk trash about the fact that you didn't have the ability to keep them up, to look out for them, to sustain them. You do not need leeches. I'm going to tell you a sign of a leech too. If every single interaction that you and this individual have, they're asking you for something, that's a leech. If every time you talk to this person, all they want to do is request something from you, beg for some money, beg for you to take them somewhere, beg for you to buy something for them, that individual is a leech. Do we have people that fall on hard times? Yes, by all means. I have seen some terrible situations and I understand what it feels like to be at the bottom of the barrel. But who's at the bottom of the barrel all the time? And then there are even some people who actually have enough and they're still asking you for more. You have to be the type of individual to recognize when you are being leached on and cut that off because those individuals will do nothing more than drain your resources dry and then leave you high and dry. So now number four is very similar to the leech, but this is an individual that is very dangerous and they are the weight. So weighty people are, are the ones that are always depressed. I mean, have you ever ran into somebody who has nothing positive to say at all? Every time you talk to them, is negative. Every time you talk to them, they're complaining. Every time they have a discussion, is something wrong. They have identified a problem and they are going to discuss it forever and a day. Whenever you get around them, it feels like the world is just ending for them all the time. They are going to through something so bad every single day all day pity party from morning to night these individuals are weighty heavy and they cannot help you climb all they will do is add baggage to you and drag you down while you are trying to lift yourself up to the next level see the problem with people that are weights is that they don't understand that life is struggle they feel like to a certain degree that they've been dealt a hand that's worse than anybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, let me let you in on a secret. Everybody breathing has problems, whether it be health problems, financial problems, spiritual issues, family issues, job issues. It doesn't matter. Everybody has problems. You are not the only one struggling. You're not the only one suffering. As a matter of fact, if you would take the time to just look around, you would see that some of the people that are right beside you are literally going through some of the same exact problems you are. The difference is, is your perception. You have to see a situation for what it is, but then also understand that you are not defeated. See, weighted people, weighty people see failure as an end-all be-all. Any struggle that they face, any critical thinking that is put upon them, they have to see it as if it is somewhat the end of the world. And for that brief moment, they are going 
going to let you know just how bad things are. You cannot surround yourself with weighty people. Now, am I an open ear? Yes. By all means, when my friends have issues, I am listening. When anybody wants to talk to me, I am listening. But anybody who has a problem all the time, everything is a problem. That person is only going to drag you down. Now, if I'm helping you work through a scenario, a situation, and it goes on, then that's life. Some of us have issues that just don't end today. But if first thing in the morning, you got a problem with John. Then two hours later, you got a problem with Joe. Then three hours later, you got a problem with Sue. And then your food's too cold. And then your car won't start. And then that is an individual that is absolutely depressing. Their every waking moment is nothing more than a tragedy. You cannot surround yourself with those types of individuals. They are just going to bring you down. Now, number five is when we start to think about the malicious element of some of the people in your circle. Number five is the saboteur. Now, whether you believe it or not, there are people that want you to fail so bad that they are willing to do whatever it takes to stop you from succeeding. That means that they are willing to sabotage your effort. Things that you do to grow, to climb. They're willing to put roadblock in your way. They're willing to lie about things you do. They're willing to cheat so that they can get ahead of you. They're willing to steal your ideas and your momentum and your motives and your dreams. There are people out there that are so maliciously jealous of your success that they are willing to hurt themselves to hurt you. These individuals are very dangerous because they only see your downfall as a way for them to climb and rise higher. Individuals like this are willing, able, and capable of doing all kinds of monstrosities. You cannot allow an individual of this caliber, of this type, to be in your community because all they're going to do is everything in their power to make sure that you never get to the place you dream about. They're very dangerous and they're not stupid because the only way that they can exist inside of your community is they have to be smart enough to maneuver inside of whatever operation you have going on. Be cautious of the people around you that are willing to sabotage you. Identify them fast because they need to go. Everyone before the saboteur, their efforts could have been very well done in ignorance. But the saboteur is different. They're trying to hurt you. And that is far more dangerous than anybody who simply makes a hiccup. Now, number six is one of the most destructive personalities that you could ever meet. And that is the toxic individual. Have you ever met someone who every single relationship that they have deteriorates? Everybody they meet, no matter who it is, eventually they turn into some type of complaint gripe or issue. Toxic individuals are very self-centered and all of their decisions are geared towards themselves in a way that causes them to see other people as the enemy. See, there are quite a few different personalities that are self-centered, but when it comes to a toxic person, a toxic person starts to erode at all of the actions and things that are going on around them. You put this person inside of a, of a job and before long, they've made 
made enemies with two or three people. They've caused division inside of the workplace. They've driven people to a point where they don't know who to trust, who to deal with. Game. If you take them and you put them inside of a family fun event, it's not very long before this person turns the event into an all-out issue. They're going to identify issues and problems and things that they don't like, things that should have been done better, things that they want to point out. They're going to have two or three people going at each other. This toxic personality is very dangerous, very destructive, and it's all over the place. Whenever you meet a person who can find a reason to complain about just about everybody in their life, they're toxic. Nobody's perfect. I'm not. You're not. As a matter of fact, nobody listening to this podcast is. But toxic people, in a really, really, really selfish way, believe that they are right all the time, every time. And anything that contradicts their belief is considered an attack on their character, an attack on their ego, an attack on their stability. So even if your idea that you brought up is a better idea, simply because of the fact that it did not come from them or did not come the way that they wanted it to, that's going to be a problem. Toxic people in your circle will destroy it. They'll destroy your circle. They'll destroy your mindset. They'll destroy your stress level. They will have you all over the place because you'll be trying to figure out what in the world you can do to fix the whirlwind that they have caused in anything that you have going on. Let me say this about toxic people. Be mindful of a person who can talk trash about everyone they know to you because chances are when you're not around, they're talking about you too. Now, number seven is a biggie. The most self-centered personality known to man is the narcissist. Now, like I said earlier, every individual living, breathing, has a certain level of narcissism inside of them because we are human beings and we live in a world that gears us towards a survival mentality. So, of course, to a certain degree, I am going to look out for me. But a narcissist is on a whole different level. This is an individual who is so self-centered that they always make decisions based off of them. Even when they do good for people, they're doing it because they want some type of benefit or they want to feel good or they want to be able to say, I did that for that person. I put that person there. I was responsible for this individual getting where they got. That's a narcissist. They're so dangerous in how they affect you emotionally because they make you feel like everything that you are doing is wrong. They are great at projecting their own faults onto you. Many times they'll label you, tell you that you're selfish, that all you do is think about yourself and what you want, that you never think about them, that you never consider what they have going on, that you're not concerned with their well-being, when in all actuality, all that is is a projection of everything that they are onto you. You could do something for a narcissist that no one could do or would for that matter. And 10 minutes afterwards, they could figure out a way to be upset with you about something totally different because they can't stand the fact that they gave you anything. They can't lose ground. Many times relationships deteriorate because there's a narcissist inside of it. Somebody that just cannot live with the fact that they are not in the front, that they are not always the provider, that they're not always the individual calling the shot. Narcissists will destroy you internally. They will cause you to second guess yourself. They will cause you to question what you think, how you act, 
how you feel. You can't become victim to a narcissist. You cannot allow a narcissist to be in your circle. Let me give you a tool on how you can gauge just how self-centered a person is. Start a conversation with them. See how long it takes them to start talking about themselves. If you are dealing with a person who every conversation, they figure out a way to turn it towards themselves, chances are they're a narcissist or they at least are displaying narcissist tendencies. Either way is dangerous. So you need to be mindful and be very careful. Now, the last personality that we need to talk about is the most dangerous one. It is the one that in all actuality, I hope you point out, find early. However, it is probably not likely because they are very easily blended into any particular area or community. And this is what we call the psychopath. Now, I know the first thing that comes to your mind is, well, why wouldn't I be able to catch a psychopath? I mean, aren't they just crazy people that kill folk? Well, let's look at the trend. Every single psychopath that I have known of in history that has made history has been somebody who their community said was a nice guy or a woman, really upstanding individual, kind to talk to, nice. But all of a sudden, there comes a point when this individual flips. And before you know it, they've killed 20, 30 people. They've went on some type of mass raping rage. They've convinced tons of people to follow them in a cult or a gang. These individuals are the most dangerous because they're narcissistic at core. But their narcissism has morphed into something much more dangerous because they're able to convince you that you should be around them. They're able to nurture you and pull you in. They're able to make you feel like you need them. They send you on an emotional roller coaster up and down, left and right. But some kind of way they keep you engaged in any and everything that they do. They hurt you and then help you heal. They push you away and pull you back. The entire time, all they're doing is puppeteering you to the beat of their drum. They want something from you and they're going to get it. And it could very well be the end of you if you fall in. See, unlike a narcissist, a psychopath doesn't care about whether or not they're okay. They're really self-centered, but to the extent that they are actually willing to go above and beyond to get whatever it is that they want, even if it means the end of themselves. Also, they're willing to do just about anything, which makes them dangerous. But that also means that they can be a chameleon at times. They can be a yes man if they need to. They can be supporting. You have to be careful because this is a dangerous person and you have to see the signs when they show themselves. One of the biggest mistakes that people make when they become friends with people or they begin to grow close to people is they try to see the best in people and they ignore signs that show them the frailties and the faults that these people may have underlined. But you can't afford to allow a psychopath to fool you. You can't afford to allow that individual into your community for a long period of time. Once you see the signs, they need to go. Because if they don't, they are going to destroy you from the inside out, piece by piece, brick by brick, any way that they choose to. And they will enjoy it. How do I know? Because I lived with one. If you go back into my podcast, you'll hear me talk about the cult that I was in. 13 years of my life, I followed a psychopath, a vindictive, controlling narcissist that was so charismatic, so able to manipulate any and everyone around him that no one could see what was really going on. All right. Well, that's all I got for you guys this week. 
I'm telling you, this has been wonderful. I really enjoyed being back with you guys again. Hold on to these jewels, man. Make sure that you are protecting yourself, cultivating your community so that everything that you do and the people you surround yourself with are trying to move upward and outward. Y'all take care out there. Be safe. I love you. Peace.